How's it going, Suncast listeners? My name is Reagan Harrell, and happy 4th of July. We have an amazing 4th of July episode. It's Mr. Stephen Cullen, first baseman for the Southeastern Fire, now a national champion first baseman. We go on for a little over an hour. One of my favorite interviews I have done. He was an awesome, awesome guest to have on. Definitely going to have Mr. Cullen back on as he's entering his last year as a fire first baseman. But before we get into the episode, we want to give a shout out to our favorite sponsor, Mr. Vaughn over at El Butteron Brazilian Food in Babson Park, Florida. If you're a Polk County native going to Warner, obviously Weber or Southeastern, it's very well worth the drive over. See Mr. Vaughn Thursday through Sunday. He's there all day and all night. And trust me, the parties over at Vaughn's, they get a little wild. I've been to quite a quite a few. They're, they're a fun time. Go out there have have some fun with them unfortunately i'm not in polk county but i'm sure he's going to have some amazing fourth of july celebrations tonight i know he's got fireworks going on right there by minimax i don't know if they know it or not but they're going to be some fireworks all right with that we'll just roll right on into it here is southeastern first baseman stephen cullen we weren't supposed to come up with something this clean <laughs> like something happened now I welcome on a very special guest. It is a national champion, first baseman for the Southeastern Fire and good friend, Stephen Cullen. Stephen, welcome on to Suncast. How you doing today, boss? What's going on, big man? Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. It's, uh, you know, it's the off season right now. Appreciate you taking a little bit of time out. Just got done with the wedding. Have some good times over there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got the weekend started, but uh, now it's Monday and or about to be Monday, 4th of July, and we're about to get kicked off, so. Yes, sir. Well, it's a very patriotic day. It's a a lovely day, lovely weekend, one of the best weekends for our beautiful country. You know, I think we should, at some point on here, I'm going to power rank like best weekends uh, in in the United States. I think this is up there, Memorial Day. uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. First, First weekend of college football, that's probably the first one up there. If we can get like... A New Year's or uh, Christmas on a weekend—that's always a solid way to get it, get a weekend start or something like that. But Fourth of July weekend, especially when Fourth of July is on that Monday, you get a guaranteed three-day weekend. Get the party started Friday night. Got Monday all day off. Uh, it's pretty. Sure. It's gonna be a good one. I think it's gonna be a good episode. For sure. For sure. Yes, sir. So, Stephen, obviously, you, you had an amazing time out there in Lewiston, winning the World Series and everything. But the one question that I've been asked about, or I was at least asked to ask you uh, from people who I've told that you were coming on, your last at bat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun to remember. Now, um, yeah, what, just, yeah, just walk us through, guy, what, what happened there. You know, obviously a big situation, a couple of very questionable calls, and then what happened right after. Oh, uh, funny story. That's actually uh, my first ever ejection. Oh, <laughs> so, my gosh. That was something to remember. Um, yeah, he called one over my hands. I, I didn't say anything. He made a couple other bad calls in the game. Still hadn't said nothing. Then he called one below my knees to ring me up in, in the game. And I mean, it was a very dramatic moment. So I get it. Probably shouldn't have slammed my bat. But all I said was no shot. And he goes, bang, tosses me. So I go, I turn back around. You can see the video. I'm like, what did I say? Like, he was like, you said you suck. I said, first of all, it's not what I said. Second of all, don't be that soft. Like, even yeah. if I did say you suck, it's a national championship game. But, um, I mean, yeah, that happened. But 
I mean, it was dude, Gary stepped up the next game. Just, I mean, it was probably the first, second play of the game. He jumped up and made a tag. Like, he stepped up. I knew That's all right. my boys were going to just go crazy. It didn't, it didn't affect anything else. So, yeah, yeah, seeing Gary over at first base, I got a little worried about defensively or whatnot, usually at DH. But yeah, it was one of the, I think it was the first, maybe second inning. He jumps up and makes a heck of a play um, over at first base. And then obviously no errors the rest of the game. And, uh, Y'all ended up winning. That uh, little funny story on that during that game, you know, the rain delay and whatnot, when y'all started up, my TV was messing all up with, for whatever reason, and I was missing all sorts of, I was, it, it sounded like Def Comedy Jam. I was saying stuff I don't say on this podcast. I was trying to get that game on, so aggravated about it. Um, but then I got on, and y'all had put up two runs at that point. I was like, oh, my God, what happened? I had to get on Twitter immediately. But, no, it was so much fun um, to, you know, win the ejection. The, it, I think you were. They, they told me I couldn't even be in the stadium. I had to go sit in a room. So my TV insane. wasn't working either. I was using Twitter. I was going to your Twitter seeing if I could catch <laughs> We were all lost. <laughs> so they didn't let you back in after the rain delay either? Uh, I snuck into a fence. I had to hop two fences for the uh, dog ball. But I got oh there. yeah, you had to get there. All right, that's oh, ridiculous, you know. I mean, what? what yeah, it's one thing as bad as it is, but imagine if you're like a, an Isaac Nunez or a Brian Fuentes in that situation. That's your last game at play, yeah. of collegiate ball. I mean, that's that's insane. You know? How that? Because my dad was like, "Man, what if that was your last at bat?" And I was like, oh. "I probably something else to say to the umpire." Oh yeah, I, I, if but, that happens, you, you get ejected. Oh, all bets are off the table. I mean, whatever you say, as long as it's not, you know, too bad. You know, it, it, it'll be well deserved. Because the second, I, I looked at both of the last pitches. Strike three was a strike. It was at the knees. It, it was borderline, but it was a strike. Yeah. It was strike two for me, because that strike. was the one. I took strike three because I was like, he just gave him this. He exactly. Exactly. Ex- exactly what I was about to get into. We we're we're on the same. We're yeah. We're on the same wavelength here. No, I, I went back and looked at it, and, like, part of me saying my bat was frustration. I know I could have, like, fought that off and probably shouldn't have taken it, but, like, it was, you know, it was heat of the moment. It just you, happened. And, you don't want to check somebody for, for slamming a bat, though. I mean, and, and, no, and, 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 and I think high maybe. school, maybe. Yeah, high school, yeah. You, you might have to set that boundary, but definitely not in college and definitely not in a World Series, eliminate, like, winner take all. Like, winner literally takes it all. You can't do yeah. that. I don't play as a clown. Apparently, he already threw like three other people out that week too. So he's he's wow. getting triggered heavy. That was the only I, I've seen two ejections so far. The other one was uh, I think it was Carretta from St. Thomas. I'm pretty sure it was him. He did he did the big no no. He drew a line in the dirt with his bat. That, oh, that one will get you. Right that there. that one got him. <laughs> that, that one got him. It was against Weber in the uh, conference tournament. No, no, not conference tournament and the uh, regional, insane regional, by the way. Uh, yeah, he drew a line straight in the dirt, and I said, "Oh!" And then I turned the umpire just threw him on out of there. That I was like, yeah, "I kind of, kind of saw that one coming." But yeah, you know, it all, it all worked out in the end. How, how were you watch, watching that uh, last game though? Were you kind of like just on the uh, live stream, or were you just going scrolling through Twitter? So I was, I was like hiding behind this building left, so I could see. <laughs> Field, but I couldn't like if I came out. They, they, if they saw me, then they would have to like stop the game, move me. And I was just really? not about to risk that. I really wanted to be in there, so I was just kind of keeping my distance back there. And then once that last ball went up, 
I mean, he caught and I was already probably on the third baseline. Like, I was gone. Like, yeah, he was out. So, what, imagine like a security guard just comes and pulls you off of the dog pile. Uh, like you see them on the field, uh, running on the field like NFL yeah. games. Going on. Oh, no, that would have been so oh, – you had to slap him, bro. But uh, – Oh god, that that would have been a hilarious scene though. Like trying to see like some fat, out of shape security guard like trying to pull you off the dog pile like right after you won a national championship. <laughs> but I, I how you were watching that game, it kind of reminds me of how me and my boy Seth were uh, watching the first time. It was the first. I'm pretty sure it was like the first time I really saw southeastern a full southeastern game. It was right when I started Suncast. Like I was maybe an episode or two in. Y'all were playing Warner, and me and my boy Seth Lavelle, shout out Seth, he's going to be a dog next year for Weber. Missed this year from Tommy John surgery against Polk State. Pre, preseason sucks. Can't wait to see him on the field for Weber. But we pulled up there, and we are watching y'all play Warner in uh, game three. And what's crazy is this is how I ended up landing my Brian, the Brian Fuentes interview, my first one with him, because uh, who was it? Who was it? Shamir. I met Shamir who was roommates with Seth, who we got to talk, and I got to talk, like, hey, you know any of the guys want to hop on this new podcast? And he introduced me to Brian Fuentes a couple weeks later. One of the best episodes of Suncast history. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just, it was wild. Yeah, I was talking with Shamir after he hit the walk-off. Like, it's crazy how full circle this is. Dude, it was, that whole thing was breathtaking. <laughs> like, yeah. the whole week, there was never just not a nervous part on you. <laughs> yeah. We did not make it. <laughs> make us feel good yeah so t- tell me a little bit like what were the vibes like out there in lewiston it was the vibes were immaculate i mean we got out there <laughs> everyone was good and i'll tell you what when sam hit that walk off against ggc that oh. was that was the turning point it was actually fine i went up to him the next day and i was like well i said last night i said i promise you that one us the world series and he goes that was all we needed and after oh, that yeah we just we knew we weren't gonna lose man like everyone was just like we're they, they had dogs. I mean, everybody was a dog. Dog. It was sick. Everybody contributed too. Like one through nine, every everyone in the pen. Like everyone had their role, and they came yeah. and stepped up. It was sick. Yeah, I mean, I, like we go back to talking about Shamir. You know, a guy that really hadn't seen a lot of action. Cabrera's Cabrera's you know one of the best catchers in the Sun Conference. Very solid behind the plate. Um, and then Shamir comes in and hits his. Well, I think his first or second home run of the season and then a walk off down the line. So um, we're going to do something at the end of the, the interview where we're, I have eight moments lined up where um, we'll kind of do a bracket real quick and we'll do like just a quarterfinal, semifinal, final, and we'll declare the best moment. Definitely have the Sam Faith walk off and the Shamir Morales walk off on there. But yeah. I, I got a few. I got a few more. One of my personal favorites we'll get into is just Drew Gillespie running off the mound. I mean, that fired me up. I'm like, there's no way. Dude, we had that like broadcasting setup, just the videos like that all season because that dude was doing stuff like that all year. Oh I mean, gosh, he, I, well, he's like, when he's in his zone and he knows he's feeling good. He's gonna be out there laughing. Talk, he talked. He talked to the fans in the World Series. Like while he was on the mound. Like the dude, 
he, he has fun with it, man, and that's that's the most important thing. I love that's why that. You, you don't hear that a lot about pitchers, you know. I mean, you know, I pitch there when it's game day, you know, they're completely locked in, completely in the zone. But, you know, yeah, that, that's awesome to hear about that. Um, getting to talk a little bit about you, you know, last season – or, yeah, last season for Southeastern, that was one of your better uh, years in your baseball career. What was it about going to Lakeland and Southeastern that really helped you, like, well, have a th- 318 with 12 home runs, I think like 40-something RBI slash line? Yeah, um, I mean, it starts with our coaches, man. They are they're so good and supportive because, I mean, I'll tell you what, first probably month and a half of the season, I, I couldn't hit water if I fell off a boat in the middle of the Atlantic. Like, <laughs> I wasn't hitting nothing. He's and killing that's like it the with first the one liners. Been hitting that bad, and like our coach is just like, "Hey, like relax, you know, you're good. Like we got faith in you." I'm like, "Well, I'm, so, I'm glad someone's got some faith right now because I mean, it was bad. I was, I was about like 175 for a little bit. Like Ooh. that puppy was down there, and but those and them, they just, I mean, they had my back the whole time, and I mean, they got me through it. And finally, I got hot at the right time. Postseason came around, absolutely. And I hit like five runs in the postseason and got it done, but. Kind of, kind of reminds me of a Braves player last year. He well, half Marlins, half Braves player last year. Adam Duvall. You know, he had a really slow start to the season and regular season. He was a sub two hundred hitter, and it's kind of like what he's doing this year for the Braves. He's struggling to start. Now he's picking up, picking up, picking up. And Duvall, I don't. Obviously, Atlanta Braves trade deadline last year is not something we're going to get too much into on, on, on this podcast. But when he came in and just started turning up for the Braves, he was one of our best players in the postseason. Um, and it's kind of a very similar thing for you. I, I didn't really know about the slow start because I didn't start Suncast until March. But, um, yeah, I mean, I always thought you, you were strong. Do what? I said it was slow for a while, but we got to pick that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you picked it up, and I was looking. You had a 313 average during the World Series with two bombs. Uh, LS, the LSU Shreveport one was amazing, but I think it was the first time y'all played LC and beat the crap out of them. So y'all hit 15 home runs in the World Series. I think that one you hit against LC may have been the furthest because that thing cleared the batter eye by what looked like 15 to 20 feet. I was in the press box in Columbus when I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, y'all gotta see this. Come here, look at this one. But yeah, a guy came up man for the game and gave me the ball because it went to like a restricted area. It went on like <laughs> I got a hold of that one. That, that one felt really good. It was cool. Yeah, what's that feeling like when you hit one? I mean, you pull one. It's awesome. But what's one that feels just like dead away center? You know, you got it. I mean, what's that feeling when it comes off the bat? Man, it's. I mean, you just get this chill down your body. Like, it's sick. Like, when you really get one, and then the best part is, like, hey, I have a video of it. It's sick. I, like, I hit it, and I just immediately look at my boys in the dugout, and everyone's going crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's the coolest thing for me is just seeing everybody, like, and it was against LC, so it got really quiet in there when I hit it. Oh, that, yeah. So it was super cool. What do you like more? You like hitting a home run where there's a bunch of people and they go crazy, or, like, when it's kind of loud at a stadium like LC, and you just hush the crowd? Dude, hushing the crowd's pretty sick. Cause yeah. like the video I have, uh, our uh, video guy does an amazing job when he comes out there, and, uh, and you can hear everyone's cheering that I hit, and just goes, Phew, just super solid. And I ha- I'll have that uh, video forever. It's oh sick. yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, y'all had so many awesome moments at Southeastern last year. I mean, going, what, 59-4, and four, obviously, a lot of great times. Um, but, you know, like winning the banner, winning conference tournament, all that are obviously big moments. What were some, like, underrated moments uh, that you really appreciated during the season? I mean, it, there's so many things that just, like, people don't, like, can really see. Like, there's just little stuff with Guada. Like, Guada comes, he goes, all right, boys, like, I'm going to go win us this game. And he went up there and hit a home run off a knee and stayed on the knee until the ball went out and looked at us and just, like, baffled. Like, does crazy stuff. I mean, one time he was playing right field. He goes, he goes, hey, Steve, I'm coming to you right here. I turn around, I'm like, you're, you're in right field, Guada. And he goes, no, trust me, I'm coming to you. I'm like, all right. Two pitches later, this kid hits a screamer in the right. Guada comes up, throws the kid out at first. Just like, wow. just to see into the future. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's insane what that dude could do. Uh, I mean, that that's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're talking about Abdul Guadalupe, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, Guapa. I like that. Big Guapa. It's a good nickname. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, he seems like he has a great personality. I talk with him a, a little bit here and there uh, through the through the DMs. But, yeah, that, that's hilarious. I mean, how do you even predict, hey, Steven, I'm coming to first right here. I'm like, you're in right. I mean, that's one thing of, like, Brian or Isaac. And then, like, two pitches later, I see a ball get a C to my right. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think he just sold the future real quick. That's insane. Not about, like, a mile. He goes, I told you, Papa. I'm like. You're the man. You're the man, baby. Yeah, I mean, just so many good players on that team, man. Um, I got. I tell you, speaking of so many good players on that southeastern team, you take y'all's main starting lineup uh, and put up in a home run derby. Y'all each get say twenty swings. Who wins? Man, that is hard because we got some dudes who can boom. Um, yeah. I I have I have my answer. I, I I thought about it for like ten seconds. My initial reaction was Fuentes because that's obvious. But I think in a home run derby, I think Gary Laura. Dude, Gary can <laughs> Gary puts on a show. But I'll tell you who when he gets in a little groove is Guado can hit about ten in a row and, and I mean they're not gonna land it. He'll just do like speed swings. It's like bam bam bam. There's three balls in the air that are all going out at the same spot. Like yeah, I. Does it go? Um, Brian, of course, dude breaks. Gary hits balls nine thousand feet. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Of Marcano, Marcano, the, the panda, the panda. <laughs> I love the panda. Too. I'll tell you what, he can he'll blast one. Yeah, I, I love the panda. Dude. I got Gary. Gary, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that that'd be fun. Um, you know, we're, we're trying to get some a lot of mo- uh, the wheel spin on this All Star game or All Star weekend. Um, at Weber, most likely at Weber, could could possibly do it at Southeastern, but most likely do it at Weber, just at center of the co- of where everybody's out with the with the uh, Miami folks uh, up North Georgia and all that stuff. But I think a home run derby would be absolutely insane with the Sun Conference. We need to do it at Southeastern because we we got the shortest field oh, by yeah. far. <laughs> yeah, the Weber field would be a little bit. Yeah, you got you had to get a hold of one. Over at Weber's Field, I think it would have been fun to see uh, Kenny Rodriguez if he got to play at Southeastern's Field. I think he would have gotten over 20 this year. I think he was at like 17 by the end oh, of the year. He swings it. He swings it for sure. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, I, I really want to try to get this uh, All-Star game or All-Star weekend, maybe have like a, a softball game on like a Saturday and then have a Sunday, Sunday night baseball game where Josh and for I sure. would pick teams or maybe let – two coaches 
15. Like, maybe yeah. I have, like I – mean, obviously, the two coaches this year would have been uh, Dinkle and Martin with Southeastern and Weber going out there. I think that would be absolutely insane. Well, actually, I think what we do is just do it just like an MLB All-Star game, put it up to a fan vote, let them yeah, pick. that would be um, sick. That, oh, dude, that would be so fun. That would be absolutely fun. Um, that, uh, that's the goal. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that like when I'm talking about monetary, like trying to get money in, it's all going to go right back into Suncast. Any money, we are going to start merchandise very soon. I've been working on some designs, some shirts. So, so yeah, I'll, I don't care. I'll say it on there. So, what, what I'm kind of thinking about is just kind of like a kind of a navy shirt that had the logo, Suncast logo on the front, but on the back, it'd be like different things. So, like, one shirt would be like a football field with the Suncast logo right in the middle. And they have like a baseball or a softball diamond with the Suncast where the pitcher's mound is. Soccer field, you know, have it right there in the center or something like that. I think that'd be that's, sick. That's sick, yeah. I think I think that's yeah. going to be the first merch yeah. to drop. <laughs> what was that? You can't cut out there. I said, let me know when you get those ordered because I'll definitely, definitely be ordering a couple of those. Hell yeah, I do. We'll have to get you the player discount on that for sure. <laughs> But uh, so, so we talked a lot about uh, up there in Lewiston and whatnot. But before Lewiston, had to play a very tough schedule in the Sun Conference. Um, half of y'all's losses came against Sun Conference team. Shout out the Kaiser Seahawks. <laughs> that was a I didn't expect that one to happen. But going out there, um, it, it seemed like defensively and just overall preparedness. I think I really liked how Weber and South. Obviously, y'all y'all won it all and whatnot. Y'all were up against other teams and the competition level. Um, there, but playing in the Sun Conference, how did that prepare you for going out there in Lewiston? I mean, you say it all the time, we're in the best conference for baseball, and not, let alone other sports. I mean, all, all the sports rig. I mean, it's really just an oh, all-around yeah. sports conference. And so going out there, I mean, what do we have this year? We have like four or five teams in the top 25. It was something, it was five. It was something crazy. It, it, it was five pretty much the entire year. I don't think it ever got yeah. to four. It, you know what? I lied. It got to four for one period when uh, Kaiser went on their little bad streak and got knocked out, but then they got hot again, and they were right back up in it. But yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, dude, it's it's such a hard conference to play in every week, and you got someone else. Like, you'll be, all right, well, we just got to Weber this week. Who we got next week? We got St. Thomas. Who we got after that? We got Kaiser. Like, I mean, it's just you're like, all right, God. So – it prepared us a lot just because going out there, we were used to playing good teams. We knew we had to show up and play. And, and there, I mean, and out and loose, and there's some teams. Like, everyone Absolutely. comes out there, and it's a different game. Like, everyone's playing. Everyone's some dogs out there. Well, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, something that, that I noticed a lot was defensively, I felt like Weber a little bit more so. Weber is one of the best defensive teams in the country. I think I was kind of one of y'all's. Um, I guess when we're looking for chinks in the armor, that was a very small one. I uh, said it on Fun and Go Talk. If you're going to try to find a chink in the in Southeast Army, you better come with a magnifying glass, which, of course, I do. It's like, man, <laughs> defensively, Weber has a shot against them right here. <laughs> um, uh, no, we, we, suck, we suck defensively. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best. I'm sure I'm sure Coach Dinkle got on y'all's ass and had a good bit. Oh, God. He'd get to a point, we'd come back in, and make, we'd probably make two errors. He goes, all right, he goes, just catch the ball. He goes, just throw it and just catch it. And then we go out there and we score like seven in the inning. He goes, thank God y'all can hit. Yeah. Y'all can't make it out in the field. Thank God y'all can hit. Yeah, he couldn't get too mad at you. I mean, 
doing all that. Um, I tell you, speaking of your coach and whatnot, I saw, I've seen all over um, social media and whatnot y'all's assistant coaches. Shout out Eric Dahl, Mike Mendoza. Um, pretty sure I, I said that right, Mendoza? Yeah, Mendoza. Mendoza. I mean, they uh, get an assistant coach of the year um, with NAI and with NAI ball and whatnot. I mean, yeah, that, y'all got a heck of a staff. I got to talk with Coach Dahl a little bit before the Weber game one of the Weber series he's walking up and I step outside and I, and I see him I'm like that better be an assistant coach I better not be a player <laughs> but we got to talk no, that's one of the best humans you'll ever meet oh, oh, yeah, they're, all they're just stand-up guys like it's so cool going to practice every day like you know I mean especially in college and I've been to five schools so I mean I, I know the bad coaches thing and if you come there, just relax. Like, you're going to have fun at practice. We're going to go out there. We're going to hit. We're going to throw. We're going to get practice done. We're going to go home, and everyone's going to be in a good mood. That's that's what makes it so fun yeah. about playing at Southeastern. Yeah, so, I mean, that that and winning 59 of your 63 games, I'm sure it's a very fun – it was a very fun time that, this season. That definitely made it a little more fun, too. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, it, winning a championship, I, I, I got to win a couple – excuse me, good Lord, too many Michelobes. Um, I've got to <laughs> win a couple uh, state championships in high school. Um, it, that feeling right after is just euphoria. But how long after winning that red banner out in Lewis and it kind of set in, I'm a national champion forever, and not only am I a national champion, but I got to play for one of the best college baseball teams ever assembled. I mean – I don't think it really does sit in. Like, I, I still, like, I'll be kind of sitting here and someone asks me, like, where I'll play, and I'll tell them. And I'll kind of think about, like, we're national champions, and we really are one of the best teams ever oh, be yeah. assembled. Like, it, it's it's really cool to think about it. And we'd be, we were on the uh, plane ride home, just coming back from Lewiston, and me and uh, Rob and Drew were just always walking together. And we just look at each other and we're like, dude, we're really those guys. Like, we're, we're no, that I mean, team. Y'all, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all are hymns. I mean, it's all Yeah, hymns, we, so. we were hymns. Like, yeah. we were that. We were those guys. And that's cool, man. This is a uh, group of guys that I'll never forget. I mean, we were talking about how we're going to be having anniversaries. Oh, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> in about 10 years, we're all going to be getting together. Yeah, that's but, great. Y'all, yeah, y'all it's, gonna, it's, y'all, it's special, man. Yeah, y'all are going to be sitting there talking. It's like, hey, you remember that Suncast guy? Yeah, I think he's ca- calling the the Sunday night baseball game for the Braves tonight or something. <laughs> hey, hey, you're gonna be there with us. Hey, wherever Shit, we go, you, we're, we're coming to party, baby. Hey, you know when I when we're back in uh, Polk County, we're gonna get lit. I have to take you over to all P and J's over in Frostproof. You have to show me some bars out there in Lakeland, and we will have us a wonderful time, sir. Yes, right. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all. I'm absolutely about it. Um, I can't wait for next year. I mean, look, d- during the fall, I'm going to. Obviously, put my all in soccer and covering basketball and volleyball and whatnot. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm very much enjoy that. But dude, I cannot wait for spring 2023. It's gonna when be it's, movie, man. It's yeah. gonna be so much fun, God. especially with you get as, getting as big as you are, man. Yeah. Having this throughout the whole season, it's gonna be sick. Exactly, dude. I, it, I I never really, yeah, I never really knew what to expect with this. I didn't know if it would be successful or not. I just want to have a good time, try to do it. If it doesn't work, eh, you know, whatever. It's taken off great. Wasn't there? Been bad moments. I've made mistakes along the way, but live and learn from it. Uh, and I'm having yes, an sir. amazing, amazing time. But uh, we, no, you're we, killing it, man. You're killing it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, dude. It's, it's all about that. It's all about y'all. It's all about the athletes. You know, y'all, y'all do. Y'all make it easy. I mean, Southeastern and Weber, especially this year uh, with baseball and softball, sending two teams um, out to the World Series in Columbus and Lewiston. I mean, that was 
very, it was huge. I mean, if I only had, if y'all were the only team that would have made it, or if nobody makes it, I mean, it's a totally different story. But yeah, for sure. Y'all did the stuff, and I made the content, and uh, we met somewhere in the middle with it. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, one more question about the Sun Conference, though. We talked about it obviously being the best conference and a lot of great lineups, a lot of great bats um, in that southeastern lineup, but there's a lot of really good arms in the Sun Conference. Who were some of the arms that you faced this year you were like, oh, gosh? Uh, dude, I mean, everyone's got arms, man. It's the Sun Conference. Every, everyone's rolling out somebody, and uh, – I, I do gotta thank God that I was not hitting against our starters or any of our pitchers. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean Rob, Rob was a nightmare. But um, I'll talk. I'll give you a Rob story here in a second. But go, go ahead. <laughs> but uh, I mean, your boys over at Weber, they they throw the piss out of it. Uh, St. Thomas, they got a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. I would say St. Thomas all the way through their uh, pen. They were they were good. Like, even when we played them in the conference tournament, uh, I mean they were off like two hours of sleep and all their arms were gone and they were still thrown and they were still i mean yeah. we didn't score a run for six seven innings you know so i mean they were dealing yeah no st thomas has got some amazing amazing arms and they're deep they're deep in that bullpen um and they they played well against weber uh went deep so a little bit about the miami gardens regional the first time that weber and st thomas played excuse me uh it went 11 innings, so obviously you never want to go deep in extra innings in a, a tournament like that. Unfortunately for St. Thomas and Weber, it did. Ended up going in a walk-off. Then they went extras again in the elimination game, and they came out and beat us. And ultimately what game, game three came down to was just how far can your starter go on short rest and what, can your, what do your bullpen guys have left? X went out there and got lit up the first inning. We got down four to one heading into the second inning and then our guys turned up um it got up five four x settled down was shut down the rest of the way it was back and forth all game but in the top of the ninth in the in miami gardens that's when dude they just ran out of gas i mean it finally and as good as that it was i couldn't believe as good as that bullpen has been all year as solid as been as deep as it's been it hit empty and brother, when I say it, it empty. I think Weber the gas scored. Bus was out of gas, baby. <laughs> dude, Weber scored like nine runs in, in the top of the mm-hmm. ninth. There, that was. Uh, dude, I do. I was watching that game. I, I think it was um, me, Dinkle, uh, Rob, and Drew in the car, and dude, we're watching was... that game. We're like, y'all, y'all have no idea what y'all are missing. Dinkle's driving, like trying to peek back. They were like, dude, this thing is crazy right now. <laughs> Yeah, I was high stepping my my way around when that was going on. Because like I say, I keep everybody. I love I love everybody in the Sun Conference. But if you're playing Weber, I'm going for Weber, dude, I was yeah, I mean, high it, stepping with that. The was Sun going Conference on. is cool because I mean, there's really no bad blood there. Like, no, you know, like all the teams, everyone's cool. I mean, all yeah. the players, the coaches, I like everyone. Like, it's so much fun just playing. It's so much fun playing there, man. Yeah, a couple but episodes. I was really glad to see Weber go to Lewis, and that was that was sick. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. It was so fun. It was I mean, the boys loved it. I'm so I'm so hyped for Weber next year, dude. I mean, we're returning all of our arms. Seven of our yeah, seven of our nine uh, bats that were in, in pretty much our entire lineup in Lewis and the Copper Tournament, and whatnot. They're all coming back. I'm excited. I am really, yeah, really excited. Y'all gonna be good next year. A hundred percent. Y'all gonna be really good next year. Yeah, and I, and I talked with uh, Josh about y'all and like. What what southeastern like? Um, and this was all fair. Even I was like, what are they like, dude? Um, it's playing against them. They like 
asshole-ish? Are they, you know, are they cocky? Are they know? Because, I mean, obviously, y'all have a good good chance. Y'all got a good feeling y'all about to go out there and, and win. And I'm like, nah, dude, they're, they're pretty cool. You know, they're pretty calm. They don't really start nothing. If you start something with them, they're going to chirp back. But now, he had good things to say about y'all. But uh, and, and, I think in the NAIA, mostly it's it's mostly good blood. Unless it's Georgia yeah. Burnett, they, they they get a little chirpy. They get very chirpy. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I've told this story a few times, so I won't tell it again on air. But I'll I'll tell you a little bit about my deal with Georgia Gwinnett uh, when we wrap up here in a little bit. Yeah, uh, there there there's something else, man. I was over on the first base side with them. I was I was getting worn out. Dude. Really? <laughs> like, I don't really say much back in games. Like I just kind of go and play. And I'm out there having fun. I'm talking to all the guys. And, dude, I was getting worn out. I'm just kind of looking at it. It's like, dang, man. And we were down. We were losing the whole game. So yeah. they were on me the whole game, man. Mm. But that's why, as that walk off that happened, I was like, oh, my God. That was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, I heard it got a little chip, a little chippy uh, between the two of y'all right after Fate's walk off. Yeah, it, it got it got a little weird. That's for sure. I was, I was right at home plate, so I didn't really see what was going on behind us, but. Watching the video back again, <laughs> yeah. I would say some of our guys were a little, little chirpy back. Yeah, I've seen that. I, I've gone back and watched that video of the walk off so many times. Um, Dude, it's breathtaking, man. That was the coolest baseball moment I think I've ever had. Yeah, I mean that. And whole, I, didn't even, I was just running. I was just running around like a kid in a candy store. Just it was so cool. I mean, dude, I, that game. I, I was telling my so my boys my were. Life. Yeah, I, mean, I was telling my boys. Who, who are watching it with me, and they're all from Georgia. They don't know some. Uh, they all go school up there, and like we don't really know Georgia. We're just gonna come, come over and piss Reagan off, and uh, <laughs> and just go for Georgia Gwinnett. After they got up six nothing at like two in the morning, because it was like two a.m. on the East Coast. Yeah, during that. I'm yeah. like, get that, the hell out of my time change was killer. <laughs> yeah, it would do. I was sitting there. I was killing Red Bull. Sponsor me, Red Bull. I'm ready got for to. the sponsorship. But um, dude, after they got up six, I'm like, y'all got to get the freak out my house right like i i can't i can't deal, deal with y'all right now um and they started me- trying to mess up my video i'll tell y'all get out <laughs> i was pissed dude and then at like 5 a.m i'm sending videos to the group chat just mfing them and everything y'all thought yeah we're going <laughs> if, yeah you gotta keep the faith baby yeah that game yeah, was insane and, and i was telling, like honestly that's one of the best baseball games i've ever watched and then two games later is the Tennessee Wesleyan game, and I'm like, well, I guess this is the best game. And if we're being honest, we shouldn't have won the Wesleyan game. We made oh, five no. errors. No, we made five errors. I'm sitting yeah. there, and it is a close game. Which I mean, that just says that we have some absolute dogs because we stayed in the game. But dude, I looked out there, and I was like, I saw a five in a place it shouldn't. I kind of like double peaked. I was like, God, we really haven't made five errors. Today. Yeah, I mean that, that, that. Game definitely should have been an L for y'all. Thank God y'all, y'all won though, because yeah, that would have. Thank God we hopped on Shamir's back that game and yeah, <laughs> and rode that to the finish line because he he hit a bomb in that walk off else. Yeah, the, that is a step. I did not want y'all in the losers bracket, especially after Weber lost it or lost to uh, Faulkner. Yeah, oh God, July Hulai, he absolutely killed us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm so I did not want to see Southeastern play Weber in an elimination game unless it was a World Series. I don't. I couldn't have took it. I I, I couldn't have took no, it. That would have been that would have been something crazy, man. Yeah, I I, I don't. Yeah, I did not. Losers bracket's never fun to be in. And that's, yeah. I mean, thank God we just kind of 
we rode it to the finish line. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll never. Technically, we're never like in a losers bracket scenario. Yeah, yeah we had obviously had the loss, uh, the ten nine loss to LC, and then had to winner take all. Um, what, what shit? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you didn't get to play in it. But like, what were the feelings around the guys when it was like, okay, we've had such an amazing season, but now it all doesn't matter. It's just one game that all that matters. Was it kind of like what, what were the feelings like there? Dude, our team's different than any team I've ever been on. During that, when that rain delay happened, I think we were tied maybe up one. Like it's, it was a big moment. Right. We literally have dudes dancing with a boombox, <laughs> listening to music as loud as it can go, just walking around like to like my uh, the lounge I was staying in. They were walking back over there to get out of the rain, just dancing. I mean, playing music, like Spanish music. No idea what anyone's saying, dude. It. We're just chilling. Like, everyone's like, all right, we're good. Like we'll show up tomorrow and we'll win. Like. Everyone was just so relaxed, man. It was, that, that's what that's what made us so good. It's just no one had any pressure the entire year, the entire World Series. Everyone's just cool. Uh, that's that's insane. I mean, y'all are in a pressure moment during a rain delay, and anyway, I, that's just insane. I was so pissed off by that rain delay too because I y'all had oh, the bases too. loaded, nobody out. I'm like. God, we have them primed. They have no pitching left. It all worked out in the end, but I mean, yeah. sitting, we got we got in the car, and I, I usually ride with Dinkum, and uh, he was sitting there. He goes, "Well, he goes, we're in a really good situation for tomorrow, boys." Yeah, and absolutely. Like, loaded, no, I was surely we can scrap the cross cup. I mean, then we just kind of next morning came around and it went downhill from there. But yeah, they LC just did not bring get their gloves off the butt bus for. That last extra little day there. Um, let's see. Okay. Uh, the great year, obviously. But there's more baseball to be played. Coming very soon. 2023 season will be here. Can't wait for it. What's it going to take for the Southeastern Fire to do go back-to-back? We're, we're just going to need some gritty guys, man. Like, that's what we had this year. We just had dudes that refused to lose all year. So, it's just going to really come down. I mean, I know those is killing it recruiting. Dinkle, Dahl, I mean, they kill it every year. So, I know they're going to bring in some dudes. And it's really just all about the culture that we kind of have there. It's just, just show up every day and be the best person and player you can be. And that's, that's kind of what Dinkle kind of installs in us. And that's what it's going to take this year. Just everyone can show up and get ready to work. Yeah, We're all here for one goal. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that would be insane. I don't know when the last time an NAIA team has gone back to back. I know a Sun Conference team has never gone back to back in baseball. I, I have to look. I, I can ask a guy that that, know, that would know that answer. But and, and one last thing, we're going to get into the bracket here very shortly. It's your last year, man. Your last year playing college ball could be your last year playing baseball uh, in general. I don't think it is. I think you got a, a future very bright future coming ahead of you um independent league or whatnot but yeah. what what's your mentality what's kind of your thought process or have you even really gotten into it yet no it's kind of early in the off season for you for this nah, being I mean, your I, first I, year i definitely thought about it man um i'm really like when i when i started hitting better this year i quit caring not quit caring that's a bad word but like really just relax just let it let things happen and this year i mean I'm just gonna go out there have fun try to win another ring that's all i'm kind of you know think about right now so we got there and just have fun man might yeah. as well end it on a good note Absolutely. and you know who knows if i sign an indie ball contract you know something could happen but right now we're just trying to have fun and win another ring man absolutely dude do, do, do y'all have a ring design in yet do you know what the ring will look like 
So we were kind of talking to like iffy, like what it's going to look like, but I have not seen it, but apparently there's a picture going around the coach's office about what it looks like in they won't send it to nobody, but I hear that puppy is sick. Dude, that the anticipation for the ring is one of the best parts. I, I, I'm going to freak out, dude. When I see it, I'm going to freak out. Yeah, that I was mean, my number one goal in college was to win a ring, and yes. that's my first ring ever. Never won anything like this. So Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, when, when I got my Lake County, it was just like, Oh my God! What's it going? What's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? What's it going to look like? And you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait, you wait and then they show you the picture or that you see it or whatnot. It's like, oh my God! It's it's perfect. It may not be be the but it's like, oh my God! Because there's so much into it, man. Um, yeah, man. It's and Doll Doll's been doing most of the uh, like creating and stuff, and he's he kills it. So I mean, yeah. it's going it's going to be sweet. Yeah, absolutely. I tell you, my favorite, my personal favorite ring ever is this new uh, the Atlanta Braves ring, and I, I mean this objectively. Um, the ring, whether it, the Braves just happen to be my team, but dude, that ring is absolutely insane. It comes off, it that has the highlights. Shit, yeah, my my favorite part's on the side where it has the bases, but the bases are the little pearls from Jock Peterson's yeah. pearl chain. That's sick. Like, yeah. That's the coolest thing, man. Jock Peterson, that whole, like, he was a vibe that whole World Series, man. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, we talked a little bit earlier about the Braves, the trade deadline and all that. I mean, bringing him in, yeah, I mean, he was obviously a great bat. Big moments, especially against the Dodgers. Uh, a big, huge home run in game three against the Brewers in the NLDS. And then obviously did well against the Astros. But his personality just was – it was just so huge for Atlanta. I uh, love it, man. Like, that, that fires me up. Some people might hate him, but, like, Dude, that's what the game's about. Like, just going out there and having fun, yeah. being goofy, pimping home runs. Like, have fun. Like, yeah. no, no one needs to get butt hurt. It's a, it's a game. It's a, it's a show. Like, we're having fun out here. Ha- have you heard about his beef with Tommy Pham lately? <laughs> I saw Tommy Pham slapped him. It was over, like, I don't even know what it was. It was fantasy that, football. It was fantasy football. I thought, yes. I thought it was, like, like sports bears though but fantasy football yeah slapped him in the outfield yeah apparently like jock peterson was hoarding players that were on ir or something like that <laughs> and they slapped him. what a jock thing to do like mean, yeah i mean like imagine you're a grown man about to play professional baseball game and the opponent comes over slaps you talking about fantasy football fantasy football I'm like dude what are you talking about right now yeah I mean it was something stupid and you know the commissioner yeah, apparently they're like not cool they're like, I don't think they talk very much now no I, I don't either I mean it's been an ongoing beef like Jock wore a t-shirt about it a, a week or so ago <laughs> but do you know do you know who the commissioner was for their uh, league no take a guess I'll give you a hint one of the biggest names in baseball Harper? You're close. I'll give you one more. Trout. It's Trout. It was Mike Trout was the commissioner <laughs> of that league. <laughs> Which is like, and Mike tried to say, he's like, someone asked him about it, he's like, no comment. Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> he's like, I don't really get involved. Yeah, I got he's on. probably sitting there like on Mike Trout's phone just in the group chat. Jock Peterson yeah. and Tommy, they're just probably MSing each other in the group yeah. chat. That, and it happened, like, there was stuff to say in the group chat that pissed off Tommy Fam too. Apparently, Jock sent a gif that <laughs> pissed him off, too. <laughs> I mean, just what like like high school drama in this major yeah, league baseball players? Bunch of adults, they're, they're really just yeah. Ta- I'll say this about I'll say this about Jock though. Jock's about to get absolutely paid, man, because he signed like a one year. 
he's so clutch. I mean, people literally just pay him just for him to be him and come off the bench and hit tanks. What yeah. a better job could you have? Yeah, and he's having an amazing year this year. He's actually got the starting role out there now with San Francisco. I think he, last I saw, he just played a series in Atlanta. He hit a home run or two against the Braves. I mean, he's got like 13, I think, on the year, batting 280. And he just signed a one-year deal with them. So he's about to hit for AC again. And I'm praying Atlanta get, brings him back, even though Atlanta's outfield is just like insane right now. Also, yeah, I think they, they would just bring him in for the culture, just have him in the locker room. I mean, they love that guy. So it would be sick if Atlanta could bring him. Yeah, we, we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, and we, we were texting back and forth earlier um, about Freddie Freeman and whatnot. Yeah. I have delusional sports fan myself into thinking there's a chance that we could get Freddie Freeman and still keep Matt Olson and have them like wrote, like send in a trade package where we like send like Ozuna or C. Like if Freddie really hates it that much, we get to hating it that much because like this is brand like they aren't even at the halfway through their first year together and he's still got six more years on his con or five more years and, and he wants to be back in Atlanta so bad dude, it's so I bad, mean dude, dude now with the DH and the NL put Matt Olson in the little DH role and say hey Freddie come over here exactly. let's go back to back real quick now, now I'm not trading Matt Olson for, for Freddie just because the no because Matt Olson rates too so yeah strictly yeah. and like I, I think this year Freddie will be better Next year, maybe, but I think like the last four years of Freddie's deal, I think Matt Olson will be the better player. Plus, we have him for eight more seasons, so definitely yeah. going Matty O for it. Um, all right, l- let's get into this Southeastern World Series bracket. You ready to roll with it? Let's go. Let's go. Okay. All right. Let me set up the bracket for you. All right. The one number one match number one seed versus the eight seed. There's eight thing we're doing quarterfinal uh, style doing it. Obviously. One one, the one that will maybe win it out, the final out, the fly fly ball, Mela, huge jumping fences, everybody jumping gates. (laughs) It is destiny fulfilled. I send out the Thanos video. We are done. It's all over. That's the number one seed, and then number eight is one just personal to me, just seeing it and just how how big this me taking that video, then it getting reposted by a ton of big baseball accounts was. Drew Gillespie running off the mound. I mean, yeah. it had to be oh, throw, thrown in. I mean, those are two. Oh, 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 I got to go with the. I'm, let me set, I'm gonna set up all the bracket. Let me set up the bracket. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and say all the moments, then we'll come back and look at it. All right. Next matchup, we'll go with the 4-5 matchup. All right, the four seed, Brian Fuentes, is three homer day against LC. Well, I guess we'll say his third home run for that. I mean, a three home run game has got to be in the be in the best was it somewhere. Just because that that doesn't happen hardly. I mean, it's very it, rare. It, it was the most casual three home run game I've ever seen. Like he hit his third one, he just looked at us in the dugout, calm as a cucumber, just held up three and just shrugged his shrugged his shoulders because he was like, oh, "My fault." Yeah, I was like, I mean, "Wait, that was his third one today." Like no one was even thinking it. He just hit it. We're like, "Hold on, was that Brian's third home run today?" It was the same. And I was just, I can't believe when he hit that third run because he he called it when I had him on uh, right before the world. So he's like, "Bro." My, I want. I, I met my goal hitting 20 home runs in the regular season. Now I'm gonna hit five because I'm gonna break the record. I'm gonna break the single season record. I'm like, all right, we'll we'll see. That's gonna be tough to do. It's not a home run a game. And he hits three against LC. I'm like, of course he does. Why? Why does? Of course he does. He's that yeah. guy. <laughs> That's gonna be going up against the five C Jose Marcano, breaking the tie in the top of the ninth against LC or LSU Shreveport. 
Uh, Fuentes hit it at one of his home runs later that inning that um, ended up kind of putting the game away with a three-run shot. Also, his only non-solo shot of the World Series, four or more solo shots, he had that three-run shot. But Jose Marcano, big panda, hitting that one over the wall against LSU Shreveport. They had a solid 4-5 matchup. Um, and it's just like ninth inning magic. You know, y'all, y'all went into the ninth inning losing or tied three – Three of the six games he played in Lewiston. <laughs> and won all of them. Like, or, it was crazy what we were most doing. of them, yeah. Two of them, yeah. All right. That's the, we'll call that the east side of the bracket. On the west side of the bracket, we have three seed, the man nobody saw coming. He wasn't supposed to do this. Who is this guy, some may say? Man, Shamir wow. Morales, the walk-off against Tennessee Wesleyan. That line yeah. drive was, that's insane. I mean, that. That was amazing. Okay, let's uh, – all right. And then that one's going up against the sixth seed in a very, very, very underrated moment, in my opinion, in a tie game in the top of the – excuse me, bottom of the sixth inning. Isaac Nunez dive, does this. Michael Jordan pose, goes up, gets it, bases loaded, two outs against Tennessee Wesleyan tie game. That was a huge moment, in my opinion, with the whole deal. Uh, just because just at that point in the game, it, it was back and forth. And obviously, looking back at it, it, it took y'all, y'all down to y'all's last strike to tie it up with Gary Laura. If that one goes into left field, that's two runs. For yeah. sure, two runs. And I don't – who knows. Where you, ne- the next day, y'all are playing Weber, and I'm having a certified heart attack in the booth <laughs> in Columbus. So, I don't – yeah, no. No thanks. Don't want any of that. Yeah. God, that, that would have sucked because that happened – so Weber played Tennessee Wesleyan that next day, right before Southeastern softball started. So it overlapped a little bit. That would have that would have killed me, trying to keep up with everything. And like, that, I would oh god, I could not have been in the media box for that. Like, Y'all, everybody stay away from me. I'm going to the concession <laughs> stand. I gotta put my headphones in and just yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. All right, so those are our matchups. Um, we can go ahead and start back with our one eight matchup which is the final out versus Drew Gillespie running off the mound. Steven, you're the Southeastern guy. I'm going to let you kind of pick, pick it, and I'll, I'll either agree with you or I might disagree, push back, but you'll get the final vote on which one goes through. All right. Um, so, one, one and eight, you can't – got to love the last out. The last out was something that you'll remember for the rest of your life. Drew, he's a clown for the rest of his life. Yeah. He's going to be doing stuff like that forever, too. So – I gotta go with the last out, but that video of Drew's that, that's comical. Yeah, I mean, it's not just a sprint; it's when he goes over the line, he jumps up and clicks his heels. It's like, I mean, dude, <laughs> electric. I was really mad, you know, in the uh, in the little lounging area watching the game, and he did that. And I kind of shocked. I was like, ah, okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was, and what a gutsy performance! Short rest uh, for him in that game. Yeah, I, mean, I think the final out that one's got to go through. So the final out will be going up against the 4-5 seed, Brian Fuentes, his third home run versus Marcano, breaking the tie versus LSU Sharif. Man, that is a hard one. 4-5 <laughs> matchups are supposed to be tough. I tried I tried to bracket this good. Oh, man, man, this is a hard one. I mean, Brian just – the crazy thing, that was Brian's second three-home run game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> like he does that on a regular. He just hits home runs all the time. It's crazy. Oh, Marcano, Marcano's just an absolute stud. Like 
I gotta give it to Marcano, man. That that thing gives me chills when I watch the video of it. So I best, gotta go Marcano with this one. Fifteen home runs in Lewiston. That was the best pimp job. Oh, dude! I was actually coming uh, back from the stands. I was taking a piss, and I literally I stopped to watch this pitch. He launches it. I start freaking out. I run behind the dugout. I get on the field and I look. And he's not even close to first base yet. No, <laughs> like he's, he's still not, not even remotely close to first he's base. A, he's McGregor walking, flipping the bat. I'm like, oh, my God. Dude, that was sick. That was sick. I have that saved on my phone. Like, his home run. Like, I, oh, yeah, I, I loved it. Forever. Yeah, I mean, that that was one of the most fun ones for sure. All right, so we got that that one. It's That one's gone through. It'll go up against the final out on the other side. Of that bracket, we're going to have Shamir Morales' walk-off versus Isaac Nunez's leaping grab with the bases loaded. I think so. Yeah, man, that's a uh... – dude, we had some sick moments. Yeah, <laughs> y'all did. Y'all had some sick moments. 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 <laughs> and, and, uh, it's got to be uh, It's got to be the walk-off. Dude, he makes plays like that all the time. Like, yeah. I mean, that dude, he makes incredible plays yeah. all the time. So – I don't know, man. Shamir, that walk off, that was sick. I mean, we we came we came down to the final strike and then tied it. And then Shamir won it. That whole game was Shamir, so I'm giving this one to Shamir. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that game was so fun, dude. I and mean, I was I was a six I was a well, I was a six pack plus in. I was <laughs> I was ecstatic. You go back go back to Suncast, go to the reels, you scroll down to his walk off. You can see a little pan away there's like a little bud light sitting right next to my laptop <laughs> or a miller light sitting right next to my even in culture baby that's how we do it around gotta here gotta keep that's the culture dude like yes sir gotta get it right alright um we have another walk off in the 2-7 and then a clutch moment in the bottom of the ninth as well it is Sam Fates walk off against GGC against Gary Laura tying it up t- tying it up two out two strike down one against Tennessee Wesleyan um, man, this <laughs> was probably one of the clutchest things I've ever seen. Like two strikes. Keep in mind, this dude on the bump for Wesleyan is throwing buzz balls. Who who was it again? Uh, do you remember the I third baseman who hit like thirty two home runs? That's, but he yeah. also threw like ninety five to ninety seven. Dude was throwing buzz. So I mean, Gary did that, but like I said earlier, that that walk off with Sam won us the World Series. I'm convinced. I mean, after yeah. that, we were just. We just took down the defending national champions. Like we're, we're good. So I'm gonna go with Sam's man. That was sick. Yeah, that was an absolutely sick moment uh, with Sam Faith hitting that walk off. I, I was just because I y- y'all are down six nothing against a team that I strongly dislike, and I'm like, oh my god, what, what what's going on there? Yeah, because if GGC knocks does that to y'all or. And does it's a whole different like, rodeo. Oh yeah, y'all are in the losers bracket. You're facing Weber then, and I'm like, oh my god, both of my teams have lost, and now one of them is about to send the other one home. Uh, this is not a hot hot start at all. Um, you know, thankfully, Sam Fate. Yeah, we everybody had to keep the faith for just a little bit Gotta longer. Keep the faith alive, baby. Gotta keep the faith. Uh, is that? Yeah, that's it. That's our other matchup. Yeah. Okay, so. First one going into the final, yeah, I believe it's the final out versus Mr. Marcano in the top of the ninth. One five. Think, yeah, uh, th- think we know which one's going to the final. Respectfully. I mean, 
Panda, you're a goat, but the so, last out, man, that's crazy. It's it's still crazy to think about, so we got to go with last out on this one. Yeah, absolutely, dude. You got to. Um, and then it's walk-off versus walk-off. Which walk-off was more electric? Which walk-off did y'all go a little bit crazier? Sam Faith's against GGC or Shamir Morales against Tennessee Wesleyan? Man. Dude, I got to say, Sam, just because it was a homer. Like, we were all around home plate. Like, yeah. seeing, like, your boy come in, like, in that moment, it, it's it's – it's an iconic moment. We got to go with that one. Yeah, got to go, Sammy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think it was just for me. It was more just relief for him hitting that yeah. walk off because I did not want that game going into extra innings, dude. I was. Oh no, because I'm oh. pretty sure the rules in the World Series was someone starts at second. Like it what? just makes it, it. It does not make it fun in extras. So I didn't know. That. I don't think. Did any games go? I didn't. I know none of Weber's did. I'm pretty sure none of y'all's went to extras. Um, actually, no. They did, no. It wasn't on second in the World Series. I think you start on second before the World Series. In the World Series, we didn't have to start on second because we went to extras against Western. That's right. And we didn't have y'all some, did. And we didn't have to yeah, start yeah, on second. yeah. Y'all did. Yeah, y'all did. Yeah. I guess it was the other way around. I hate that. That that's one yeah, of my. I hate that rule. I mean, what? Screw you, Rod Manford. I think I should be there. I feel like feel like me and every other dumb baseball fan feels this way. I, I feel like I should be the commissioner. Um, I feel like I would. Do I think much. any. I think anyone should, other than that. Person. Yeah, I mean, dude, dude's ruining baseball. Yeah, he is. I, I, we don't have time to get get into our thoughts <laughs> on him. All right, so one two matchup for the very end, the final out versus Fates walk off. One two seed. Either way, I mean, two electric moments. You say, obviously, I mean, obviously, the final outs, y'all won the World Series. But you say, what won you the World Series was that walk off. So, which one? Oh, let, let me hear your opinion. What do you got on this one? This is a hard one. This is well, the two coolest moments I've ever had in baseball. Yeah. I mean, I'll start with face walk off just because you're down 6 nothing. You battle back. You lose the lead. You get it back. Or you tie it up. And then a walk-off home run against the chirpiest team in the country. It's electric. And it, that, that that's – games like that are what bring, brings baseball back. I mean, not just what happened. It's just how it was throughout. I mean, y'all being chirpy, there was great pitching despite the scoreline. It was great pitching, obviously great hitting. But there is nothing – I mean nothing better in the sports world than that 10 seconds after you win. Because it's no – it's pure, raw, untapped emotion. It's over. It's just happiness you literally did not know you could feel. Yeah. It's it's the most insane 15 seconds, like 10 seconds, I mean. Yeah. I love Sammy's walk-off, but that last out, I mean, that brings a smile to my face every time I think yeah. about it. So I think we have to go last out on this one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, that's why I picked it as the one seed, dude. I was like, it's, it's, I mean, it's got to be. I mean, the way y'all did because obviously losing in a championship round sucks. I mean, there's a, it's, it, it hurts like pain and a whole nother type of pain. But for y'all, if y'all don't complete that, it almost would have felt like a historic 
magical, amazing, dominant season. Which kind of get lost. Kind of like 17-0, or 18-0 Patriots, or what, night, whatever. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, 2007 Patriots, same deal. You know, that great team, the greatest regular season team of all time. Get a ring. Yeah. Did not get a ring. I don't like I, that's what Dennis would say. He was like, we we put in the work every day yeah. to be these guys. It was like, might as well go be these guys. That's what he's saying every day. Yeah. So, might as well be those guys. Gotta be last out, man. Last yeah. out. That was the coolest thing. That that tops the cake right there. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I think you're absolutely right on the money with it. I'll definitely get have to make a little bracket graphic and throw that out there. Uh, Steven, that's all I've got for you. We're going up on an hour. It's been a wonderful interview. You said we were going to kill it. We have absolutely done that. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I really appreciate you taking some time out your Fourth of July weekend, uh, coming on here with me. Can't wait for baseball season to start back up. If you got anything you want to say or ask, it's all you. If not, I'm all good, brother. I do got one question. How did you get like into this? Because I mean, this is awesome. What you're doing, like, it's. I'm just wondering, like, how what made you want to start doing this? So, like, Suncast in general, or yeah. Okay, so I mean, it started off definitely broadcasting for Weber, um, and I talked with one of my coaches, and he was he asked about me starting a like a college baseball or football podcast. I'm like, college football's kind of been played; it's been done. There's a lot of really, really good podcasts. Shout out Unnecessary Roughness, um, best college football podcast with Barstool. Love them. Uh, but it was right before conference. It was right before spring break for me. Right before, couple or like two weeks before Sun Conference play. So I started studying up a little bit, um, just so I could start preparing myself up in the booth. I'm like, there are some really good teams, dude. Obviously, y'all Weber, obviously, but Warner, St. Thomas, Kaiser, and mm-hmm. not. Just, I mean, outside of the top twenty-five, Aves a really good young team. Flomo's exciting, dude. Scrappy, scrappy. I mean, USCB doesn't let you get by with anything soft. I mean, they took two or three from Weber and Kaiser um, this mm-hmm. year. Uh, just best baseball conference in the country. And I was like, you know, I I, I love sports, and sports media has always been like a dream of mine. It's been a passion. It's never something I really tapped into until I started broadcasting for Weber. And uh, I was like, how do I want to start this? Do I want it to just cover more Weber? Do I want to be completely neutral with it? What do I want to do? And I was like, how about I just be me? How about I just go out there and give it my all and give my honest opinion, be real with it? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I go for Weber. You're damn right I go for Weber <laughs> more than anybody. Yes, I do. you got to be a little biased, man. Yeah, like, it's, your, I, that, that, it's your school. you got to show exactly. up. Exactly. I, I go there. They gave me the opportunity. Without Weber... I don't know if I'm uh, if, if any of this even happens. Um, it happened. I got to Weber and the position, positions lined up for me to get the broadcasting job, and then which led to me starting Suncast. Um, and, and then I said, I'm, "But I'm gonna be as unselfish with this as possible, because this is this needs to be about the athletes. This needs to be about y'all. Um, you know, if if I do something cool with football, then 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 yeah, we'll obviously talk about it. like like I had a fake punt against Faulkner this year that was huge. That was that was fun. I called my own yeah, number yeah. on a fake punt this year. <laughs> wasn't a, was it coach's call or no? Like I kind of have like a decision. So we do rugby style punting. Uh, I I do at Weber, and I kind of just wait for the pressure to get to me and kick it. Well, they just never never came. They're 
And I was like, <laughs> you said, yeah, I'm taking this. Yeah, I was like, hands, I, yeah, I, to, I told my bloggers, go, 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 go. And we were out that son of a bitch. And uh, yeah. that was a fun moment. But no, I mean, it's about the athletes. And as good as uh, Weber did and Lewiston, Weber softball getting to Columbus and then uh, Southeastern softball doing well in Columbus. And then y'all obviously winning it all that's what makes it worth it dude i mean get letting y'all have a platform because there's so much talent especially in this conference um for it not to be talked about and not to be showcased in some type of way outside of you know like southeastern baseball post summer weber baseball on instagram you know i'm talking like social media Uh, yeah there needed to be something and i knew pretty quickly i was like i'm the guy to do this so yeah. I, start, I started it off, and I had some bad episodes to begin with where I was just talking numbers and stats, and I kind of had to readjust, and I was like, let's Find start yourself. getting athletes Find on. How you do it. Exactly. Let's start getting athletes on. Let's start doing what like, you and I are doing. This has been a wonderful interview. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and not every interview is an absolute banger, but they're still on here, and they're still talking and giving their story. And, it's, and, and I've gotten better. I've become a better interviewer and you know, pre- yeah. prepping instead of just – like uh, like I did with you before. I, um, instead of just having you on and I start immediately asking you questions, I give you quest- the questions before just so you yeah. can kind of prepare for it and that makes for a much better interview. Um, and and that's that just been, been, what it's been about, dude. And I've really enjoyed it. I, it's my passion. It's something I think I'll be able to do much past uh, Sun, the Sun Conference and Suncast one day, but I'm not too worried about that. You know, I got two more years playing football and that's – Two more years where I get to be a broadcaster, and two more years I get to grow Suncast. So, yes, sir. Get it bigger and bigger, and you just keep you keep getting better and better. You're killing it right now, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, and it's all about you. I mean, y'all going out there and doing an amazing thing. And if I was in a crappy conference that wasn't wasn't good, it'd be pretty <laughs> tough. But um, yeah, no, the platform I started on was Sun Conference, the best conference in baseball. And you can argue with your mom or the wall. I don't care. You ain't gonna argue with me because I got the facts for it right here, brother. And then, sure enough, <laughs> came to Dude. fruition. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, um, all right, man. I'm going to go ahead and tell the listeners that I love them, and thank you very much for coming on and talking with you and whatnot. Listeners, thank you all for listening. Uh, Stephen Cullen's got one more year of Southeastern. Can't wait to see what he does. Uh, Love you all. Have a happy Fourth of July weekend.